Here we go. Callback. The headline is this. Akron man dies after falling off Myrtle Beach Hotel balcony while attempting to do handstand during Hurricane Ian. Of all things you could attempt to do at 34 years old for the first time. Come on, again, do a tumble. A herky? I didn't know he died. I thought they had a sheet down there to catch him. No one knew he was doing Again, the people at this resort are busy locking things down. <laughs> there's a Cat 1 hurricane about to strike. And then there's his wife, Helen. People have come up to her now, right? They're like, Helen, I'm so sorry that this happened. She's like, sorry, I told him not to to do the handstand. And now he's dead. And I got to raise these 10 kids with not a ten, damn ten. stitch of life insurance. Can you imagine making that call to Prudential? Or, well, you can't what, tell them that. What you have to say is he was trying to... I don't know that we need to go here yeah. with this. I don't know yeah. that he was charged with insurance or something. He was trying to rescue the cat. It went what? horribly wrong. Clearly, horribly wrong. Clearly, he's dead. Mm, yeah. oh my God. Okay. From Cadillac Jack, my second act, the Saturday show, October the 8th. A third episode of this podcast now hits the Cadillac Jack YouTube channel every Saturday evening, 6 p.m. Eastern. Subscribe and like. Men spend so much time. I'm not going to do that because you're not going to tell me what to do. Men don't want to be told what to do. Period. And let me tell you what I said to Donna after that little heated exchange right there. Let me tell you what I said to her. I said, listen here. Okay, actually, I uh, I just thought it. I didn't speak it, but I thought it, and I, I thought about saying, if you know that, then why do you keep telling me what to do? Turns out Donna's holding the grudge because back in 2006, Olivia and I boarded the Jungle Cruise before everybody else at Walt Disney World. We got to let this go after uh, we have one more discussion about it coming up in the first two minutes. There's a country artist who dropped her debut single July 2014. It shot all the way to number one. First time that had happened since Carrie Underwood, Jesus, Take the Wheel, in 2006. We learned this week about an accelerant used to launch the career and fan the flames of this particular country artist. The accelerant was a check paid to the order of Taylor Swift. And if you look right there in the bottom left, the memo line says for Taylor Swift to promote the music of this new artist on her social media channels. Back in 2015, we all thought that they were besties. But we've learned this week that it was an arranged friendship. Arranged with a check with a bunch of zeros and a bunch of commas. I suspect we could get a Peabody for this hard investigative journalism. That or we could get a lawsuit for life. At the very least, though, I expect a Best of North Fulton Award from Avid Media for Best Investigative Journalism in the Form of a Podcast. Hey, Hans, we're coming for you and your little black box. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with your family and your friends, conversations about current events, pop culture, music, trends, plus endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Episode 305. Welcome. My name is Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Okay. So I was in the airport a couple of weeks ago when I did my little um, trip with Charlotte to Texas and it made me notice something and, and it like... It peaked something in me, and I'm like, wait. I kept seeing it kind of over and over again, and then I was like, okay, this this happens. This happens a lot. This happens in my life, and I guarantee you if it happens in my life, it happens in a lot of people's life that are listening. So I'm watching as I'm sitting at the airport. And you know how you have to you know, you get to the gate? You're just sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. And I'm watching like these men who are traveling either with women that they work with or 
it happened a lot with families. And the men are like 52 paces in front of the women and the kids. And they're like charging, 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 charging to the airport. And basically they have like maybe one roller and like a work bag. And the woman has, if she has kids, she's got like 15 pieces of luggage, four kids behind her. Diaper bag. Diaper bag. And if it's the stroller. Yeah. And if it's a woman who like, I guess they were like working together, she would have her laptop bag, but she was like sort of, you know, trying to keep up with them or whatever. Or painting hose on. Why? And, and and I was like, so then I thought, okay, before I go forward with this information, I'm going to just do a, a little informal unscientific survey. Correct. Poll. And so, I asked a couple people and they were like, yes. Okay, stop, stop. You ask complete strangers in the. No, no, no. Friends. Oh, okay. Whose husbands travel a lot, who they like, maybe they don't travel a lot, but they, they go on a trip and they're like every single time. Every time my husband hits the airport, it's like one person told me they were like, when we go to church, he is like, you know, just lollygagging through the parking lot, holding the kids' hands, because I guess he thinks God's looking down and like signing him up in his notebook. You know, look at that sweet dad, you know, coming to the church. But like when they're at the airport, she said it's like he's on like speed or something. Yeah, like on roller skates. Like, and she's like, hello, hello, can you slow down? Can you slow down? What is it? And I remember this kind of about you, but maybe you could speak like you're the Lorax. I can't. You speak for the trees. I, I don't. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Don. I don't know what to tell you. I, I haven't flown in about four years, three, okay, four years. Okay, but when we did fly. I can't, I can't go back that far. And you would always, always. And tell I me sw- what I would always I do. I swear I think you did on purpose. You would send these little kids into oblivion because they'd be calling, you know, we're boarding, we're boarding. And they'd be like, where's daddy? Where's daddy? He's going to miss the plane. And they get all, Aah! And that's where you coach them and say, don't you worry about your daddy. He's going to be fine. Daddy will be here. Daddy will make it. Daddy will make the flight or he'll book another. Why it's do I have to do the world. Why does the mom have not to do the end of the world. Just get back before all the right. gate closes. Okay. Are you one of those people, though, that, that like when you get there, you have to go put you, your eyes on the gate. You going to ask me this when you've been traveling you go, with me? You have for, to go put your eyes on the gate. Because how long, you think how long it's have you been be traveling there. with me? You think that B-12 has disappeared suddenly. It's gone into like a... It's going in orbit somewhere. Like you have to race over. And then what do you do? You, you, you get your pretzel from Annie Annie's or Annie M's or whatever it is and get you an, an orange Julius. But you got, why, why do people have to go see if the gate's there? The gate's there. Nothing has changed. You know, am I right? Yes, because you've traveled with me forever. You know, I have to do that. Right. But why do you have to put your eyes on the gate? What do you, what do you, where do you think the gate could have gone? I don't know. Because they you, signed it to you at, uh, at, at luggage check-in. Baggage you just want to see it. You want to see the gate. You want to make sure. Because you just want to make sure that like maybe something didn't happen. And the plane didn't get there early. But you would hear an announcement. Now, I, who's listening to an announcement in the airport when you're just trying to get your damn sandals back on? What are you talking about? And I'll tell you one, another one. This this lollygagging and carrying on. Now, this is bled into another segment here that I'm just now thinking about. This is you. Because you you you... Walk so fast, like true in the airport, but you are a law. And you've always said to me, like, where are you going? Why are you walking so fast? Because normal pace, not in the airport, I do walk very fast. And you just be like paces behind me. But do you remember the time that we were at Disney World and Charlotte was very young and we went to the bathroom and I had to take her to the bathroom because she's a little girl. And I said to you and Olivia, stay here in line. And if, if you get up there before we get back to the bathroom, uh, let people pass you. Jungle Cruise. Yes. Let people go past you. I remember that. And what did you do? We got on the Jungle Cruise. So I come back with what is probably mm, two and a half year old Charlotte. And what does she see? She sees us on the back of the Jungle Cruise boat waving at her. 
as and, we take off into the distance. And she doesn't understand that, like, this isn't real. It's not a real boat. It's a ride. You are you are coming back. We're all going to get reunited together. So I have to sit on the jungle. First, I have to get her on to the Jungle Cruise. And the entire time of the Jungle Cruise, the only thing this child is looking for is what? Her daddy. That's right. You should have said he's in the boat in front of us with your sister. You got to coach your kids' expectations every now and then. Don't. That's what you need to do. I'm getting oh, hot just thinking trip about down it. memory lane. Well, I'm getting hot just thinking about it because what it all comes we're going, down. Let's not do that because we're going back to the last week of the year between Christmas and New Year's. We're going back down there. So. But what it all comes down to. Well, what does it all come down to? Is if, if men would just sometimes. Yeah, such a generalization. Okay. Or women would just sometimes. Or daddies or parents. Just sometimes just do what other, the other person says to do. Not. But men spend so much time. I'm not going to do that because you're not going to tell me what to do. It's like. It it's, has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with any of what the, the, the past eight and a half minutes. No, but it's just in general in life. Men don't want to be told what to do, period. So if you say, get the spaghetti that's non whatever, and then I think I'm going to get this other spaghetti. And I swear they may not say it. They may not say out loud just to piss her ass off. But I guarantee you in the back of their mind, they're thinking, I'm going to get the spaghetti just to piss her ass off. If you Her name is Kelsey Ballerini, and that was the first song that she ever released to country radio. It was July 2014. Kelsey's lead single, Love Me Like You Mean It, hit number one as a debut artist, the first female to do that since Carrie Underwood with Jesus, Take the Wheel, in 2006. Her first three singles all went to number one. Not been done since Winona did it back in 1992. She hit very fast. When that single came out, Love Me Like You Mean It, in July 2014. Even country radio was like, wait a minute, where did she come from? I remember, Donna, we went to go see her. I don't even, the single had just dropped at Lake Minor Islands Beach and Water Park, which is a huge water park here in North Atlanta. The radio station that we used to work for is no longer around. Um, we had an event with her. Eight covers, including four of them from Britney Spears. She did a, yeah, she did a couple of Madonna songs. I mean, she didn't have a whole lot to sing. I, I said this to you, like, she charged out of the gate because... There was kind of like this hole in country music at the time. And she said she had a really hard time getting started in Nashville because everybody kept comparing her to Taylor Swift. And they said there can only be one young, you know, girl who's writing her own music and that kind of thing. Kelsey Ballerini just hit quick, hit fast because of one particular accelerant. It's kind of like throwing gas on the fire. The endorsement of Taylor Swift. The paid endorsement of Taylor Swift. I I think a lot of the stuff is coming out. From the other side. I, I do Being him? Yes. Yeah, just kind of yes. leaking some things. I think because why, why would it matter now? What it shows is a backstory in the industry, the country music industry, the country radio industry, the, the, the record label industry. What it does is shows that everything is not always as it might seem. And so in the very beginning of Kelsey Ballerini's career, Love Me Like You Mean had just hit maybe six months prior. Suddenly, she and Taylor are best friends. Assume, yes, seemingly. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. Exactly, it looked that way anyway. Here is a clip of Kelsey Ballerini six months after she hit with the single Love Me Like You Mean It. So this is like uh, the beginning of, uh, of uh, uh, 2015. It's so cool to be a fan of someone as an artist and then become a fan of them as a person. And that's kind of been an experience I've had with her. And that night, it was so cool. One of the things that 
there's not a video posted of it, but after we were jamming on, because we, we played everyone's songs, like we jammed for hours, but the last song she played was Tim McGraw. And it was this really cool moment because Love Me was top five and it was my first single. And she was sitting there looking at me playing her first single. And it was just a cool moment of like, I'm where you were when mm. you were playing that song. Like, wow. it was just this really special moment for me of just like how quick life can change and how like people don't. Now, this clip, Donna, is from two months later. Taylor Swift, one of the biggest, if not the biggest musical artists at the time in the entire world, invites Kelsey Ballerini during her reputation tour to join her on stage. Taylor sings Love Me Like You Mean It, Kelsey's song. It's not Taylor popping into a Kelsey show doing a Kelsey song is Kelsey popping into a Taylor show, a world tour, by the way, in Nashville, the Nashville stop. And, and, and having the band rework Kelsey Ballerini's Love Me Like You Mean It. These performances and everything, they were related to this payment? Everything was related to the payment. Absolutely. She bought a year endorsement from Taylor Swift. Kelsey Ballerini got the endorsement of Taylor Swift. We know that on, on social media, right? We know that part, yes, okay. that it was kind of there, like there a, yes. Basically paid, paid placement within Taylor Swift's social media channels promoting Kelsey Ballerini's music in a very organic way. And it you, did not say hashtag ad. Kim Kardashian just got busted for this. Basically what she was buying is nothing different than companies spend on an influencer in a way. You have to disclose it. Though. I get it, to promote the music. A couple things about this. I um, Taylor was being paid to unite her huge fan base to turn it toward Kelsey also. And why that is so important, why would, you know, you say like, okay, what, 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 you know, obviously it's a big deal because you would for, at first blush say, well, Taylor has a ton of followers. It's not just about that. It's about influence. And, you know, you can have a ton of followers, but not move a needle for whatever reason. Taylor, as we have seen with voting rights, with you know, anything that comes along, her followers are, they are in lockstep with her. So, you know, I don't know what they paid her, but it was, that's probably one of the smartest media buys that anybody's ever done, you know. But why was it not disclosed? Well, because it would have taken away. Well, yeah. What, 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 what is assumed was the authenticity of it. And it was not that at all. I'm a little surprised. I'm a little surprised that Taylor would do it in that fashion she and her, she probably sees it as if you ask her, she would probably say, "Listen, it's I'm promoting, I'm promoting another female artist. Granted, I'm getting paid a lot Come of money. On. I don't know. Come it's on. kind of it's, it's kind of weird. It's, it's strange. Yeah, it is. It's, a, it's an it's an arrangement where Taylor Swift was the accelerant on Kelsey Ballerini's career. Pay to the order of Taylor Swift. How many zeros? How many commas? Because it also had to at some point someone's camps had to talk to each other to make sure that it wasn't that the timeline worked out and it wasn't impeding with any Easter eggs or anything or Taylor that, Swift stuff going on that Taylor's dropping yeah. because we know she is very, very, very Calculate. careful about her social media. She doesn't post a ton of stuff. If you, if you look at her social media and she uses it mainly to, in the past, talk about her cat or, you know, to, to leave Easter eggs for fans about projects that are coming out on Instagram alone. Taylor Swift makes 800, and $50,000 per post. Wow. She's got 136 million followers. You know, she doesn't do, I mean, again, people don't do, and she does very few posts. I mean, it's equal parts 
skeezy, but it's also it's genius smart. marketing. No, it is. I mean, it is. But I think that you have to be careful. I think it's a very fine line. The government would look at it that way as well. The FTC. Who is the highest paid poster on Instagram? Do you have any idea? Uh, this person makes $2.3 million per post. Happens to be the most followed celebrity right now on Instagram. 484 million followers. 484 million. Okay, let me think about this. Female or male? Yes. Female? No. Male? Yes. Well, I mean, what else is there? Um, <laughs> let's see. What well, could be a cat? We'll reveal the answer coming up. Okay. During this episode, Cadillac Check, my second act. Kelsey Ballerini is trying to keep the train on the tracks right now with the divorce, the impending divorce. She's trying to keep the focus on this new album that just dropped. She's having a difficult time doing that because I do believe that Morgan Evans... Is over there, and he's got. What did your mommy used to do? Your daddy used to fan the fire with, the, the, like oh, that yeah, accordion the puffer, thing. The, the puffer, puffer, yeah. Morgan Evans has his puffer out, and he's across town right now, living in an apartment, right, an Emily apartment. I understand you're angry and hurt. I'm not angry. No, him. Oh yes, Morgan. I understand that. I 150 percent understand it. And I guess they don't have kids, so it's not like he's wrecking her. You know, their kids or whatever. You know, he is releasing that song. He was in Australia back home in Australia playing a music festival, and he he performed for the first time this song. It was hard to understand in the live version of this uh, this power ballad. He, he's decided to release it to radio. He's going to release it in, in the midst of the split from Kelsey Ballerini. They've been mar- uh, married nearly five years. Here's some lyrics here. Uh, how long have you been waiting to take our pictures down? How long have you been breaking? Why am I just finding out? Later in the song, he sings, It would be easier if I hated you, but I still miss the person that I thought I knew. I would have, here's the course. I would have searched the world over for you, took a flight through the night to be that shoulder for you. I would have let you go if you wanted me to. How many times did you say you love me when it wasn't true? I'm just wondering how long has it been over for you? Morgan Evans says he wrote it three weeks ago. Uh, we hit record at our show in Melbourne, Australia. It was only the second time I ever played it. Uh, is Alex from the Chainsmokers. Alex's wife at the time of his indiscretions or at the time of his divorce four years ago, is because he, he stepped out with multiple women. Uh, his wife even shared granny security cam footage. We got the footage, come on, of a man, her husband, Alex, making out with a mystery woman. Where does she get said granny security footage, do you think? Ring cameras, were they around four years ago? Probably. It's kind of like Stetson Bennett's girlfriend, right? Probably. Um, at the time, he didn't have a whole lot to say about it. He being Alex from the Chainsmokers, uh, about the breakup and his alleged infidelities. TMZ found him somewhere at an airport, I'm sure. I uh, stopped him and uh, asked him how he's been holding up. And, and he said, uh, it's been a little rough. It's all right. You know, it's life. Mm. And then he basically was like, you know, she deserves a better man. And, and, and I hope mm-hmm. she finds him. And, and, and all that good passive aggressive all stuff. That, all of that. All mm-hmm. of that. So that always lets someone off the hook when it doesn't let someone off the hook. No. Well, like when he's like, I, you know, I, she deserves better. I, um, I hope she finds someone. It's like, well, okay. But back to you and your marriage. Yes. Because I keep digging myself down deeper. I won't that is Kelsey Ballerini with Halsey, CMT Crossroads. October 2020, about two years ago, uh, they were very, very dear friends. Kelsey revealed in an interview, talking about the new album, that, that they are no longer friends and no longer speak. Again, Kelsey Ballerini's trying to keep the focus on the, look over here, look over here, it's an album, it's an album, and not. Maybe they, they, they said that. they were together? It could have been. You think so? I mean, it could have been. Said the story was with someone that she collaborated with. How many collaborations did she have? She had the Chainsmokers. Yeah, and I they, pick? and they've said it wasn't Kenny Chesney. You don't believe that. In happier times, here is Kelsey Ballerini and Ed Sheeran doing karaoke in Nashville. Can't 
You can now enjoy full episodes of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast on the Cadillac and Donna Jack YouTube channel. I think you should explain to people uh-huh. more about YouTube because I, I don't. I think people think it's much more difficult than it is. Okay, it's YouTube.com. And you search for Cadillac Jack My Second Act, and then you can listen to every podcast that we do on YouTube. You can listen to it on YouTube. But including the bonus episode. Well, the Saturday show, yes. Yes. All of that. But entire episodes are posted at midnight on Tuesday and Thursday, just like they would or are, not would be, but are posted on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, everywhere and anywhere that you consume your podcasts, Tuesday and Thursday at midnight, you can continue to go there, but you can also now go to YouTube and listen to entire episodes there. If you are saddened because you missed it on Monday, Columbus Day, yesterday, for this thing on Upload Day, yesterday was Columbus Day. In what year, Donna, did we sail the ocean blue? Do you remember? 1492. Very well done. Thank you. Uh, you forgot uh, You forgot the, the big sale, right? That big ticket item you've been wanting to buy. It only goes on sale when, when there's a special day, like a Columbus Day or a, a Veterans Day or a Labor Day. July 4th Day, maybe not that work, but uh, you know where I'm going with this. Or right? even your birthday. Gallery furniture. Gallery furniture, listen, you, you get great deals on great furniture for every room in your house every day of the year. All right, you don't have to wait on a day. You can go Monday. You can go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's every, very every good. Every I like the way you've put this together. Every single day of the year, you get a great every day. day. Every furniture. single day is a day at Gallery Furniture. And people have asked me, like, well, I want to go up there when Donna's there. Let me tell you something. She's pretty much there every day. Eight days a week. She does go and take her mom to do a few things every now and then. But for the most part, she is there all the time. And she would love to see you. She would love to meet you. She would love to hug you. She would love to, if you're not a hugger like us, like those of us who grew up hugging freely, then she will shake your hand. Is Donna a hugger? Yes. I don't know what day you catch her. She's a hugger. Oh, my gosh. But the the the, the best part about Gallery is – you are going to save money. You will have no doubt. You know, sometimes when you go places, you're like, gosh, I hope today I can, you know, whittle that man down at that big store, the big box retailer and well, get he, it. He doesn't have the juice, though, to be able to do that. I know, but you, you know? just try to be like, come on, he Herman. He's going like to you think that he does, but he doesn't. We try to goad him into it. Come on, he Herman. No juice. Like, if you really were the kind of salesperson you think you are, you could sell this to me for cheaper. You know, you know what Herman likes, Don? He just likes to hear his shoes clicking on the floor as he walks around. Here, a clipboard and a headset, <laughs> thinking that he's big time. Yeah. Well, there is no clipboard yeah, and there is no, no headset at Gallery Furniture, but there are people who really want to get you the best furniture at the best price. And honestly, we've talked about before that if you have a job, they're not going to go back and put all of your information to some supercomputer and it's going to go chicka, 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 chicka. Or on a screen yeah, in front of the store. Yes. You're now serving and your credit score pops up like yes. 220. They're not going to do that to you. They're not going to embarrass you. They're not going to make you feel bad. They know that we're all working very hard. We're all doing the best we can do. And you know what? We want to have some nice stuff in our house. Your ho- I was thinking the other day, your home is so important to you. You know, your home is probably, you know, people say it's the most important investment, but it's also such a key to your family life when you think about it. I was walking around the other day and I was thinking like our table, our kitchen table, while we could have replaced it a couple of times, I, I refused to do it because to me, it holds so many memories of us eating, you know, breakfast for dinner around the table and when we would celebrate our red plate and we would do all these things around it. Um, same with like great sectionals and stuff. If it's places where you've hosted, um, you know, Christmas or Thanksgiving or a big table that that just brings in memories. So furniture, um, having nice furniture in your house and your home is really so much more than just like an extravagance of, oh my gosh, I've got to have new things. It really is about creating memories with your family. So if your table's been too small, 
Um, if you're if you don't have room for everybody to sit around as a family on your get, couch, get it now because the now's the time. Out. Yeah, for sure. Be one of the first 100 follows at Ask for Wolfman Furniture on Instagram. You could score a brand new recliner valued at over three hundred dollars from Gallery Furniture. There's 2511 Roosevelt Highway in College Park and 1600 Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. Ask for Donna. Grateful for the support since uh, day one of Gallery Furniture Gainesville. Also, Fayetteville Ford, just off Glen Street, Fayetteville, FayettevilleFordGA.com. Home of the lifetime powertrain warranty, whether it's a brand new Ford or something from the pre-owned lot, you get that gift. The gift of a lifetime powertrain warranty from Fayetteville Ford. We talk a lot about the Lightning Donna, which is the uh, 2022 Fatal Ford all-electric uh, F-150 that Ford's got on the market. During power outages after Hurricane Ian, there was a 127% increase in the number of people using their trucks as power sources. Think of uh, not, not only the F-150 Lightning, but the uh, F-150 hybrids as well. People in Florida, so many of them used pro power on board to run lights, refrigerators, to cook meals, to charge devices, to charge phones. Uh, radios, stay in touch and, and get updates about what's going on. Uh, when your world is turned upside down with a, a, a natural disaster like a hurricane, the size of, of, you know, with the devastation and destruction of Hurricane Ian, you're literally dark. Your house is dark. Your mind's dark. 127% increase in people that were powering their homes after Ian to survive, Donna. Not to live, to survive. Okay. Well, I think that's great and fascinating. I'm glad that you found some statistics to back that up. I think it's fascinating. You know, it's basically kind of like your vehicle can become the new generator. You could, Or you could just live in it. Yeah. Just live in it. Park it, park it behind well, the Well, here's the good news. Park it behind the stuckies. If you go to Fayetteville Ford, you're not going to have to live in it because guess what? You're going to have tons of money left oh, over to pay wow. your rent. That's my girl. And pay your mortgage. What do you think about that shit? Would hire her. Yeah. Hire her. Tell them about the home of the lifetime. The lifetime powertrain warranty. Powertrain warranty. Whether it's a brand new Ford or something from the pre owned lot. Most of the pre owned vehicles. Also qualify for the gift of a lifetime powertrain. You, powertrain warranty. You're going to find it in your, gift, uh, in your glove box. It's a yeah, gift basically, you. you just open your glove box, and, and bam, when you need a new powertrain, you pick it up and you plug it in. Well, technically, you wouldn't need a powertrain. There's no such thing as a powertrain. Powertrain refers to the components of the engine and the transmission and everything that makes up the makes a truck run or the vehicle or the SUV run. Okay, I was today years old when I did so when I learned no, that there no wasn't a powertrain. There's no such thing as a powertrain. It's not like a. It's not like a part or something. What? No. Oh, I love you. You're so I have cute. gone to You're like so I have gone to a dealership before and said, "I think my powertrain. I think it's my powertrain." That's when they take advantage of you. Not like <laughs> not like that, but they take advantage of you financially. And the price of gas was low and cotton was high. Wish honky-tonks didn't have no clothes in time. Donna's adding Riley Green to the hype song playlist on Spotify. And I wish grandpa's never died. I tell you, I might have a living. I might be able to make a living impersonating country artists. I'm sure there's a need for that. You do a great Justin And coolers never run out of cold but light. I love this song. I was going to go with a totally different song. And I told you, I, I got, and this song came on. I'm like, this is the one. This is the one I've been like thinking about that I wanted to add. It's kind of sad, but at the same time, it just talks about, you know, all of the things that you don't in your life, you want to just continue to keep going. And, um, you know, grandpas are just a big deal. Anyway, so songwriters were Buford Green. Now he sounds like he's a good time. Buford Green. Yes. Okay. People who have certain names. Like if they say, okay, like if they say, good time, Charlie. Yeah, like if they say, like you say, who's coming to the party? And they say, uh, Janice Henry, eh. Phil George, and eh. eh. Cadillac Jack. I'm in. 
Donna Choate. Oh, hell yeah. She wouldn't, miss it. wouldn't miss it for the She's going to turn a cartwheel. And then they're like, but you know who's coming? Buford Green. Buford Green. Green. You're like, oh, hell yeah. He, he brings, brings moonshine. He brings moonshine that he distilled in Himself. his basement. I'm just thinking about this. Do you think Buford Green is Riley's brother? That's a good question. Though. Put a Google on that. I'll put a goggle on that. Uh, Riley's on tour right now with Thomas Rhett. Too. Yeah, let's talk about Riley Green for a minute. He's a, he's a good looking little fella. Riley Green received his first big break as a contestant. You ready for this? On the fourth season of CMT's reality series, Redneck Island. I did not know that. Yes, and he parlayed that into a career. So do you remember Redneck Island? Put a Google on some of these things. Still to come before we end this episode, I swear to God, we're going to give you the information about who's the highest paid, who has the most followers on Instagram and makes $2.4 million per post. But you know the answer to that. I do know the answer to okay. that. While we wait, I'm going to talk about my hype song. Okay. Find out if Riley's brother is Bubba or Daryl. What was his name? Uh, I don't know. We'll find it. Well, okay, do that though. We need to I'm, do this. Okay, I'm okay, going to find out what was the other one. I don't know, but I, I like to listen to your I get a hype you song. You uh, Ashley McBride accepted the invitation from Garth Brooks last week to become the newest member of the Grand Ole Opry. Happened on CBS Mornings with Gil King and that uh, cast of uh, cast of characters. I'm going to add a song from a new album, and it's called Brenda. Put your bra on. You you oh, you have that one friend on. That regardless of what's going on in your life, right or wrong, if someone has wronged you, Brenda is going to help you write it. Brenda, get up, put your bra on. We're going to go take care of this. Hell yeah. Whoop some ass. And, and if you need me to be there, I've been that person before. Donna, put your bra on. Brenda, put your bra on. There's trouble next door. Grab a pack of cigarettes and meet me on the porch. Marvin, baby, mama, put that whore on the floor. Brenda, put your bra on. Uh, I gotta tell you, it is a. It I is continue a hilarious, to say this is just crazy. It is a hilarious song. It's such a well-written song. You find anything out? Couple things. Um, so Buford Green is Riley Green's brother. Really? Yes. Okay. But that makes sense. They probably wrote it about their grandpas. And in fact, I have a shirt, shirtless picture of him okay. on Riley Green on um, whatever the hell uh, that Love name. Love Island. Yeah, Red, Redneck Island. There it is. Yeah. Here's to the breakups that didn't break us. The breakdown wrong turn that takes you to, to a little dive bar in Delonica. Meet a girl outside Atlanta. Not bad for a girl going nowhere. The way you sing like Ashley is you sort of just let me do this. You kind of turn your cheek a little left. Ashley McBride and Carla Pierce here never wanted to be that girl. And uh, before that, her hits Girl Going Nowhere, A Little Dead Bar in Delonica, which you covered, Donna, during a, uh, I have, yes. an episode of the podcast. And I'm happy to do it again. Uh, we don't have time for that today, mm-hmm. but uh, soon. Smoke them if you got them. She has a new album out, and she was on CBS Mornings with Gail King and that whole uh, crew. And she had a surprise guest pop in, invite her to become the newest member of the Grand Ole Opry. We're not the only ones who are glad to see you here. We have a special surprise for you. Oh, maybe no. somebody that you know, him or her. Where's Uh-oh. our special surprise? Where? You can hey, tell from watching the video, Garth watching it live this week. Garth she has no idea what's going on. Can you see him? Where can see she? Him see him right right well, hey, right in front. Garth, say hi to Ashley. It's Gail, Tony, and Nate here. Hey, Garth. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Ashley. Morning. You look uh, fantastic. Ashley's like, How's New Ashley's, York? Thank you. It's Ashley's beautiful. looking. Ashley's looking like. Why are you here, Garth? Right. What's happening? You know where we're at. We're at the Grand Ole Opry. I'm standing in the circle of wood right now where you stand. Miss Ashley McBride, on behalf of the Opry and myself as an Opry member, but try not to cry. We would love for you to consider becoming the newest member of the Grand Ole Opry. She's shocked at this point. 
Can't speak. She has to compose um, herself right now. It would be um, the great joy and the great honor of my life. Thank you, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill celebrated 26 years of marriage. I remember this exchange. The two of them are at the Country Music Hall of Fame. And I figured out that this is when they announced the Soul to Soul Tour, which is when Tim and Faith toured together. This, uh, the tour kicked off here in Atlanta in July of 2000. And Faith Hill began the concert with a set. And then Tim McGraw came out and did a set. And then they both came out on stage and made love to one another with, with looks and words and do you remember they would they they each had a stool and their legs were spread open, yes. slate open? I mean, it was it was quite it was well. That's the soul to soul tour. They're like rubbing on Absolutely. each other. Yes. Uh, year one, as the tour crisscrossed America for a year, about a million people saw it. So successful that about six years later, two thousand six, they launched Soul to Soul two. Same setup. Faith goes first. Tim goes second. Then they come out and make love to one another with their eyes and words. Uh, over the course of the second tour, million and a half people checked it out nationwide. In 2006, it was the third highest grossing tour in North America of all genres of music, Donna. Third behind the Rolling Stones, a bigger bang tour, and Barbara Streisand's Streisand the Tour. This was a press conference where they announced the original Soul to Soul tour in 2000. This, this audio you're going to hear is about 30, 45 seconds. They're, they're picking at one another, but they're having fun. It's very clear that they are okay with picking at one another. It's not mean-spirited. It's not angry. It's none of that, right? Yeah, I mean, I do. She loves me more, though. I know. Most everybody loves you more, but that's okay. That's okay, because I'm I'm comfortable with myself. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not true. I'm pretty comfortable with you, too. (laughs) The greatest gift that we have ever been given in life are our children. It's because of them that that I want to be the best person that I could possibly be. And because of their dad, you that's you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You are ma- I don't want to get all sappy because it's kind of like, ugh. But I... I do love this guy. Thank you for my babies. I love them, and I love you. you, Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all. That was about uh, around the year 2000. Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, celebrating their 26th wedding anniversary this week. We ran into Mayor Jim Gilvin and the First Lady Marianne. You like that? Does does anybody ever call her that, you think? That is her name, right? The First Lady of... Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. Is it? Yes. Okay. I I knew it was, Donna. Why'd you ask? Oh, I I didn't Friday night at the Wirewood Festival in Alpharetta. Uh, and, and, and the mayor was telling me that at his um, at the uh, mayor's challenge, the 5K, we, we had him on yes. an episode. $110,000 raised that night. All goes to uh, different charities, different programs, charitable programs, supported by the uh, Rotary Club of Alpharetta. Thank you, Mayor Gilvin, for all you do for our fine city. We, we, we enjoyed being at the Wirenwood Festival so much on Friday night. It was a two-day event, absolutely free. You heard us talking about it for weeks. And you and I were having a conversation at dinner just about how this city, the city of Alpharetta, how much progress it's made and and what a nice place it is to raise a family what a great place it is to uh to live for for so many different reasons but one of them being the fact that there's always something going on and if you have kids there there are things going on that you can do with the kids family themed events if if you want to go out with the neighbors and hoot and howl and and have a good other you find something to do in town you know along those lines as well you know for so long when we very we've been up here for nearly 20 years almost 20 years and when we first moved up here 
No kidding. There was a Home Depot and a Kentucky Fried Chicken. And I'm not kidding because we lived in the city, more in the city. We kept moving. We kept driving north. Well, we yeah, for, yeah. found a house. We were like, this is beautiful out here. It reminded us of kind of being in the mountains. And um, we didn't know a lot at the time about where we were moving to. But it's it's a great city. And everyone has a lot of pride for their city. I know if you're listening, you have pride for your city too. But um, if you haven't ever been here, come for a day. We say this all the time. And just spend a day in the city. Because you know what they've done is really transformed it into a great city to walk around, to be safe. Everything is within, you know, blocks of each other. Um, you know, when you and I were walking back from dinner, I was just looking around and I mean, like there's a great wine bar, there's, um, you know, a speakeasy, there's a beautiful hotel, there's, um, I saw all the people sitting out on the patio at Truck and Tap. So I mean, there's kind of something for everyone. And that's, that doesn't happen a lot. You know, sometimes it'll just be like, oh, hey, there's that one big club that everybody goes to. It's a wing place. And yeah. Mexican, yeah. Mexican or a sports bar. And then you do karaoke. Yeah. But you could almost, you could do something. I mean, we've lived here, like we said, 19, 20 years, and there are so many restaurants we've never even gotten out to. So, um, and it was a great night. We sat outside. You see a ton of friends and neighbors walking around. And um, it was just a great event. But I really admire the city for all of the free events that they put on because no longer do you have to go into a big city to get the entertainment and the food and, and the caliber of restaurants that you want to have. We've got it all out here. I got a note from Pot People Lane. Lane lives in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, Lane lived in Atlanta, Smyrna, which is uh, where, where you grew up, Tom. Lived in Smyrna from 2005 to 2012. I missed hearing you, Caddy, on the radio when I moved to Tennessee. I was so excited to hear about your return with your second act and have rarely missed an episode. When I lived in Smyrna, my aunt lived in Johns Creek, and we would make trips to the Alpharetta area. At that time, at the time I left Atlanta, Avalon was under construction but not opened yet. Uh, she left in 2012, so it was about two years later in 2014, I think Avalon was. The first phase of Avalon opened anyway. I returned to Alpharetta this weekend for the Wirewood Music Festival because I'd heard you guys talking about it for the last month. My husband and I drove in on Thursday evening, had a truly remarkable weekend. We stayed with my aunt, who is now in Roswell. And a group of 10 friends and family members and neighbors who live in the Brookfield Country Club went for both nights. Saturday night, we enjoyed dinner at the Homes at your recommendation and enjoyed everything. But I would drive back to town just to enjoy the pork loin again. I've never had a bite that even comes close to being as delicious and beautiful as that plate. I hear you say often on the podcast how proud you are of the city you call home, Alpharetta. And while I never doubted your pride, I now share that pride in your city with you all the way from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I'm grateful and will return soon. Elaine Wilkerson, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I wonder if Mayor Gilvin's going to put on a, uh, a skirt and join the Alfred of Women's Half Marathon. October 23rd at Avalon. Donna, you going to lace up your sneakers? Your yeah, zips? And I might. Hit the runway? There. I mean, I'll give it a whirl. Pack your running shoes and join us for the Alfred or join Donna. She's uh, she's leading the pack. She's going to fire the gun and run. <laughs> Donna's going to fire the gun and run. Then by Ultra. Which uh, they, they do a, a running shoe, right? Yeah, running I, shoe. I wouldn't know you would. After crossing the finish line back at Avalon, you are invited to celebrate with a post-race party. You're in charge of that too, I would imagine. All pre-registered race participants will receive an Alfred Women's Half Marathon 5K shirt. You do it for the do it for the hoodie. Do it for the tee. Everybody does it for the do tee. It for the tee. Yeah. You get a finisher medal, a goodie bag. What's in a goodie bag, Donna? I don't know. Complimentary food and refreshments. This is a USATF certified event. It is October 23rd, Avalon. The Alfreda Women's Half Marathon and 5K Race presented by Ultra. What celebrity charges the most for a post on Instagram? At number five, 
charging about $630,000 per post on Instagram. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. At number four, charging about $650,000 to $750,000 per post. Selena Gomez. Leo Messi is at number three. He is a Portuguese, I think, soccer player. About $700,000 to $1 million per post. Kylie Jenner is second. Three quarters of a million to a million dollars per Instagram post. And number one, uh, the number one highest paid Instagram star in 2022. Charges $880,000 to $1 million. A dream celebrity for, for brand endorsements for you know any sports brand. Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the most famous and popular soccer players in the world. Plays uh, forward. He's a forward for the Portuguese uh, football team. And I gave you wrong information about Leo Messi. Uh, He's a forward for both Argentina's national team and also the Spanish team, Barcelona. What you got, Donald? We have this family group text, and I I think we should just start reading one every week from this thing because it's just nutbags. Okay, so Charlotte takes a picture of one of our cats, Ming. Ming. And she looks adorable in this picture, okay? She looks mean. Okay, she's asleep. So she sends it to everyone in the group chat text. Um, and you say, he's precious. Hmm, he's okay. And so then Charlotte comes back and says, Ming's a girl. Okay. Which, oh my God. So then I send the emoji with the person putting their hands over their face. Like, how do you not know that? You've lived with a cat for how long, right? So then Olivia. I don't know that orange cat's name. It's not, it's Ming. Right, I know, but I don't, I don't keep up with the cat's names. Okay, so then Olivia comes in from or Knoxville. Their sex. Yeah, okay. So then Olivia comes in from Knoxville and says, I do miss little memers. Which was which, her nickname she had for Yes, which gets a, little, gets a couple of hearts from some people. And then out of nowhere, here comes Three Will from Knoxville. That's what I call him. Like, get it, Three Will? Because like a Three Will? He's William the Third. Yep. I'm, I'm Junior. My dad's Senior. Will's the Third. So like a Three Will. Okay. Anyway, so he says, we don't really know what Ming is. And you come back in and say, Pan. Pan. Like, the cat is not a pan. And then I come back and close it out by saying, she's a girl. Okay? And seen. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. The reading of a family group text. Well, I started this thing a while back that you could do in your family where I wanted on Sunday everyone to, I got it from my friend Laura Jessup, everyone to send a selfie of themselves from wherever you were. It's kind of like the be real if, you, if you've if you heard your kids do this. I've got to do my be real if you know what that is. It means you stop what you're doing and it's an app and you take a picture of yourself in that moment, a selfie, whatever you're doing. No filter, no no lighting, no acting. It's just whatever you're doing. If you're at the grocery store, if you're picking your nose, whatever you How's that working? Good. That, that works for all the, the kids love them. Yeah. Um, and they're always trying to get you into their be real. Miss Donna, it's time to be my be real. I don't even know what's floating out there on the internet about me. But anyway, so I wanted all the kids to send a selfie or everybody to send a selfie of themselves because I thought it'd be a cute way for us to connect. Because again, my friend, right, right. my friend Laura had said this had gone well. I sent one. Charlotte sent one. Olivia sent one. And then the two boys, nothing. Audio for this episode from Faith Hill on Instagram, Kelsey Ballerini and Black River Entertainment, Kelsey Ballerini on Instagram, CMT Crossroads and Paramount Media Networks, Riley Green and Big Machine Label Group, Ashley McBride and Atlantic National Records and George Strait and MCA Records. Our thanks to executive producers, Carl Appen and Hans Appen. Subscribe to the letter. It's the e-newsletter component to the podcast and radio show, a fun four-minute read delivered to your inbox by Gallery Furniture Gainesville for free every Saturday morning at 910 to subscribe. Text left on red. Red is the color, no spaces, left on red to the number 22828, 22828 to subscribe. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell, 
and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. Saturday show, you got it, on the Cadillac Jack YouTube channel every Saturday evening, 6 p.m. Eastern. A third episode of this podcast is uploaded for your personal listening enjoyment. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. 